So let's get into kind of like the first con. The first one, and this is when you are literally fresh out of a relationship. You are obsessive with the term narcissism. You wanna know everything about it. And I think we tend to get really obsessed with understanding this information. I feel like narcissism is a word that you hear a lot now, whereas even like five years ago, I feel like when I started my channel, it wasn't something that was as out there as it is today, which is great because that means that this information is getting out to people and it's something that we're learning about. It wasn't anything that I quite frankly ever learned about, but when you get out of this relationship, you become a little obsessed with wanting to know everything. I want to know exactly what gaslighting is, what's manipulation. This is narcissism. This is a covert. This is, you know, an overt and you start in these terms can kind of like take control of your life in a way. Um, and the, the, there is a pro and a con to this. The pro is obviously you're giving yourself education and you're learning a lot of things and you're putting pieces together and it's starting to make sense, which is great because if you're coming out of this, chances are you're confused by all means and you might even think you're actually going crazy. The con is that it becomes something unhealthy where we're constantly learning and reading and, and it becomes an obsession. The next con is, and it kind of like piggybacks off of that. Now that we have all this information, now that we know everything, all of a sudden everyone's narcissistic. Everyone in our book is narcissistic. We fear being in a relationship with someone else because we honestly believe that everyone must have this trait. And you start to really see narcissism out there in the world, whether it's someone that has tendencies or someone that has full-blown um, NPD. So you start to see it and it begins to really make you nervous where all of a sudden you're diagnosing everyone. Like my mother's got it, my sister's got it, my neighbor down the street, it definitely has it. And all of a sudden everyone has narcissism when that's not always the case. You could just have people in your life that have a lot of traits, but they don't actually have a personality disorder. Another con, and I think this is really when you have been betrayed in the worst possible way, not all narcissistic relationships end with someone leaving you in the worst way possible, abandoning you, cheating on you, betraying, lying, and all of these horrific stories that you hear, some relationships are just very, very toxic, but the person doesn't do those types of really hurtful things. And when you're dealing with someone who has done those things and is not sorry for them and could honestly care less, um, it's going to really affect you. And now we go into real abandonment issues and abandonment wounds that you've experienced and traumas that you've gone through there where all of a sudden everyone is like your ex and you fear that all men cheat or all women do this. The other con is that you really, because of that experience and because of that wound and because of that trigger now, now all of a sudden you just don't trust anyone and you're scared out of your mind to ever possibly get into another relationship again. And chances are even the thought of it is not even something that is even appealing to you right now, which to be honest is a, an 100% a normal thing to experience having gone through what you went through, where it becomes a con is where it stays with you. So all of these things are normal things that you're going to probably go through having gone through betrayal and, and, and abandonment and being just quite frankly in a toxic relationship. Um, but there's a period where we fear other people, we fear getting into a relationship, we have an issue trusting other people, and then we start to kind of like heal that wound and we start to get on the other side and we realize, okay, I can trust people because I trust myself. And even if I quote, picked the wrong person again, I would be fine. When you really have that inner trust, then it's not a con that stays with you. So these cons are the things that are going to stay with you over the course of 
you know, your life basically. So if you're here 10, 20 years later and you've been with someone who's narcissistic and you still have a trust issue, this is where it, be it begins to be something that has hindered you rather than something that you really grew from and healed from. Now, another con that kind of piggybacks off of the everyone is narcissistic is all of a sudden you're diagnosing everyone and you're very quick very quick to make assumptions about people. So whether you're meeting new friends or starting to date again, you are the person that on date one, you've already made these full blown assumptions of who this person is because they said one thing or did one thing, which it's fine to like keep your eyes open. And that's kind of a pro and we'll get into that, that you're a little bit more aware this time around getting into relationships and dating and meeting other people, which can be a great thing because you know, we weren't always before, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but the con is, is that all of a sudden we're just like really quick with people. Nope, I don't like you. Nope, I don't like this. Da, 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 da. Rather than seeing things and keeping an inventory of things and not just like making these quick assumptions. And the reason why you're doing this is because ultimately you're looking for red flags and you are still probably a little paranoid about getting hurt and you don't wanna be hurt again. And so you're on the hunt for these red flags so you can avoid pain because you don't want to experience what you experienced previously. Another huge con, and this is probably uh, definitely right after ending a relationship, especially when the person who's toxic um, or narcissistic ended the relationship and it happened in like a really hurtful way or an abrupt way, especially also if you've dealt with a lot of gaslighting and a lot of manipulation, which chances are you have, where you were made to feel like you were the problem. You're the problem. You're the crazy one. You're the one that's not stable. You're this, you're that. And the finger was always pointed in your direction. And over time, because of all the gaslighting and it chipped away at your self-esteem, you really believed all of those stories. And so one of the cons is, is that after this relationship has ended, you still feel like you're the one to blame for everything that went wrong and the reason why this person did what they did and the reason why they are who they are and the reason why they weren't happy in the relationship. When you are with someone who's toxic, there's going to be post-traumatic stress. If you're dealing with trauma, if you're dealing with all of these different types of emotional abusive tactics and you don't really understand them and, and you know, someone abandons you, abandonment is a trauma, 100%. And if you're not aware of these traumas and how they show up after the fact, um, you're going, it's just natural for you to have post-traumatic stress. And so dealing with post-traumatic stress and understanding where it comes from is, you know, the con is that you have post-traumatic stress. The, the pro, I guess, will be is are you able to heal from this trauma? Do you see where this post-traumatic stress is coming up for you? Do you see where those triggers are yours and how to deal with them and validate them and soothe them and overcome them? So there's a con and a pro to everything. Obviously, no one wants to go through post-traumatic stress 100%, but it is one of the cons of having been with someone who's abusive. Before we continue with this week's episode, I want to take a moment and talk about our sponsor, Shortform. I absolutely love this idea. Shortform makes the world's best guides to nonfiction books. So what this means is it's about book summary, but on steroids. These guides are super detailed so you can get the book's key points at a deep level, even if you're on a time crunch. Shortform is the best way to learn ideas from all those books you've always wanted to read, and I love how you can do 
it at different levels. For a 10 minute overview, check out the one page guide summary. Then you can go deeper and actually read the full article. They also have interactive exercises to help you apply the ideas you just learned to make sure you don't forget them. Short form is a great way to work on your healing and self-development journey. They have a ton of book guides on important topics such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, and more. Now you can enjoy super powered book summaries with this five day free trial and get 20% off the annual subscription when you sign up today using my link shortform.com slash Stephanie Lynn for more details. Now another huge con, and this is probably for the people that now have to like co-parent or you still have to deal with them in some way, whether you own a business with them and you can't really escape this person and you fully see them now, like you see what's going on. You see the narcissism, you understand it, you've learned the terms, everything's making sense and you're angry and you're very reactive to this person. So the con is, is that you know, during a phase of this journey for you, chances are if, if you haven't really dealt with your own feelings regarding this person in the situation, you're going to be reactive to them. And the other side of the coin is that if the person is very vindictive, which a lot of them are, it's either kind of like, woe is me, or I'm gonna cut you at your knees. I mean, it's really like one of the two. And if you're getting a person that likes to cut at the knees, to make themselves feel better or make them or help them to kind of like soothe their own shame that they're feeling for what they, they did, then when they do certain things and they say th certain things and they behave in certain ways and it is hurtful, 100% validation all day long, but you know, how you respond is, chances are it's going to be a little reactive in the beginning until you understand that that's not helping your cause and your case and your situation. And then the pro is that you eventually start to learn how to respond. Now, I know that there are a lot of people, depending on where you are in this journey, are not going to really understand the pros, see the pros, but there are numerous amounts of pros, some coming from a lot of the cons, 100%. It's almost like we go through a con and then it turns into a pro, but there are a lot of really, honestly, beautiful things that can happen from severe pain that you go through in life. And if you're open to healing and growing and learning, um, it doesn't mean that we're glad that we went through the pain, that we had to go through this experience. Maybe some people will say, yep, it's fine. Or yep, I, I'm okay with having gone through that because now I'm on the other side. But when you're knee deep in the pain, uh, no, you're just waving your right flag. And you're like, I surrender, I give up. Please don't give me any more pain. This is too much to bear. But here are the pros after coming out of this relationship when you are on the other side. So either you're going to agree with me and say, absolutely, I'm there with you, Steph, I feel the same way, or this is going to give you hope, this is going to be the rainbow, the gold pot, you know, the coins at the end of the rainbow. This is going to be what you are looking forward to if you are knee deep in pain right now. The first pro is you learn what a relationship is supposed to feel like because you're looking at that relationship and everything that you felt and how you felt and how bad it was at times made you realize just what you actually want in a relationship. So you understand through trial and error <laughs> and the try was really bad that I learned that I don't want this, that I really want this. You realize how you shouldn't feel in a relationship. You shouldn't feel confused. You shouldn't feel, you know, 
not respected. You shouldn't feel like someone isn't your cheerleader. You shouldn't feel like when I go to you and I'm trying to be vulnerable and you shame me or I shouldn't feel neglected or I shouldn't feel on edge. I shouldn't feel like I'm not enough. Now, part of that is going to be your own self-esteem also, 100%, but a big part is going to be the way this person made you feel trying to gaslight you and manipulate you and chip away at your self-esteem. So you'll understand now looking back all the ways that you weren't happy in that relationship. And it's going to help you to cultivate a new story and a new person. Almost every person I've ever coached will say to me, now I know I'm not perfect. And I think that comes to really the abuse that you've been through and this isn't about perfection because it doesn't exist and we know that, but there's a part of you that really at one point probably thought that you were the problem or felt like you were the crazy one or felt like you were asking for too much or you felt something based on how this person was making you feel in that way. And so all of a sudden the pro after learning everything that you've learned is you kind of like sit there and you have this epiphany and you're like, I actually wasn't the problem. I wasn't the problem. And of course, then we can go to that like, okay, I know I wasn't perfect. And I never say that. I, know, I don't even like my clients saying that as well. But you realize, wow, I didn't do anything wrong to warrant this behavior. And so that really kind of starts the healing process where you start to realize I wasn't to blame for this person's actions or what they did or their inability to not love me or for them to not be healthy or for them to not be able to give me what it is that I really deserved. This is where, you know, a huge pro was learning about myself and who am I and learning how to really love myself and understanding what that meant and that it wasn't just a hashtag and it wasn't just a word and self-love isn't just like a phrase that we say, like really understanding what it meant to be good to me and understand what I really deserved in a relationship. And I think you can't really understand that until you either had a really great example of it, and I think most of us don't because um, the world's not the healthiest and even our parents might mean well or the people in our lives, but as you grow up from childhood into young adulthood, you realize my parents are just normal. They're humans, they're actually not perfect. And you start to see their flaws and you start to see their past and their wounds coming through. And so they can't give us the best example. And so when we go through these relationships, we start to really demand more out of people and we start to demand more out of ourselves and we really learn about self-acceptance. And I think for me, that was probably one of the biggest lessons. And I know if you're on the other side of this, a big part of your healing journey has been you learning how to fully, fully accept and love yourself. And that's why I'm constantly talking about self-parenting. That's why I'm constantly talking about healing from your past. That's why I'm constantly talking about everything, how your mind works. I mean, you guys know, I can go on and on and I'm not gonna do that for the sake of this video, but it's a huge part of being in a toxic situation, feeling a lot of abandonment is you become your own best friend. And again, that can be something that can turn into a con because if you don't learn how to give um, or allow someone to love you and be vulnerable in relationships and trust people, then that means that that situation, while it gave you a little bit of a pro, right? Because you learn how to love yourself and be your own best friend, your own cheerleader, and that's amazing. You also have to learn how to let people love you back. 
And that sometimes is the scariest part having been with someone who treated you the way they did and abandoned you the way they did. So the pro is we're gonna have way more self-worth than we did before. We're going to learn how to love ourselves and we are going to have a lot more confidence in ourselves because we understand how to love ourselves now. When you start really doing those three things and it becomes a part of your life, you get really good at things like boundaries. Boundaries was not something I was good at before, where once you start learning self-parenting, once you learn how to really take care of yourself in these ways, then guess what? You know how to set parameters. You know how to set those boundaries. You know how to enforce boundaries. You know how to verbally communicate. You're not going to react to someone else. You're not going to take what they're doing personally. So your ability to handle this person in this situation, it carries into all other areas of your life and you feel like a whole person. I was talking to a client the other day and she was saying, I actually feel whole right now is the word that she used and I feel good and I 100% I felt her on such a level I mean I'm getting goosebumps even as I say it right now because you understand what it means to just be good as you are and you fully accept and love yourself that's a gift because guess what you didn't prior to this relationship that you were in you didn't have all those things you didn't feel those things so if going through all this pain will get you to that point I guess it was worth it. Another huge pro is that you start to kind of like reflect and you realize, okay, I went through this relationship. I have all these things that I went through and maybe some wounds 100% and things that I need to work on, you know, within myself. But you realize those things were always there. A lot of those things were always there. And so you start to kind of like go back even further and, you know, you, you dig into childhood and you, and you dig into your own wounds and your own past and your own insecurities and you start unpacking all that stuff and you open the window and you go to therapy and you sit on the couch and you do the coaching and you invest in yourself in these ways because you realize it wasn't just about this one person it was about things prior to that person and that's the stuff that we got to heal it all we can't just heal this one relationship like let's go in the past and let's see where this has happened and what kind of carried me to this point and led me to here it's a huge part of it and when you do the work you, you you leave this situation with like a clean slate. I know that there are definitely a lot of cons and again, some people are gonna watch this and go, there's too many cons. Nope, I would never have want to ever be with this, you know, a person like that ever in my life. And if I could have just avoided all of it, I would have. Um, those are usually the people that haven't learned all the lessons and are still, you know, learning this stuff and trying to get on that other side. For the people that are fully on the other side, they get this and they'll be able to 100% watch this video and validation all day long because um, they've learned those lessons and now they just feel good in their own skin.